You've got the Great Michigan Weekend on WJR with a unique take on the fun side of news and events and the movers and shakers making things happen in Detroit. Here are your hosts, Jim Harper and Steve Courtney. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, stick around. Before 9 o'clock, we have a chance for you to win tickets to see Dave Matthews Band. How about that? At Pine Knob. How long has it been since we've been able to say that? It just uh, flows so well, doesn't it? It really does. Now, well, raise your hand if you've been calling it Pine Knob forever. Oh, we all okay. have. We, we all have. No offense, DTE. <laughs> hey, listen, we were talking uh, amongst ourselves recently, and uh, a number of health concerns came up because of some of the things in the news. So with us today <clears throat> on the phone is our buddy, Dr. John Pappas. He is the director of pain services and associate professor with Beaumont Health and North Star Anesthesia. John, welcome back to our show. Good morning. Good morning, Jim and Steve, and thanks for having me. Oh, Good morning, sure. doctor. Yeah, you know, I had hoped to talk to you, uh, Dr. John, about a, a bunch of different medical conditions that are facing baby boomers these days. But, you know, lately, all anybody around our age wants to talk about is this thing that's affecting Bruce Willis. And right. It, it, I'm telling you, John, it is freaking people out. Nobody knew, doctor, what a fascia was until obviously the diagnosis of Bruce Willis. Uh, fill us in. Is it rare? Does it affect a, a, a certain group of people? Sure. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, the family of Bruce Willis, who's you know in his late 60s, recently announced that he would be stepping away from acting following this aphasia diagnosis. And Think of aphasia as a language disorder caused by damage to areas of the brain responsible for expression and comprehension. And, you know, it's a communication disorder that affects someone's ability to speak and even understand speech. Uh, it also impacts how they understand written words and the ability to read and write. Wow. And almost everyone with aphasia struggles when trying to come up with the name of things they know but can't find the name for. And they have problem with words in a sentence as well. So, you know, it's a, it's a big problem. The, you know, the disorder really stems from damage uh, to parts of the brain that are responsible for language. So that's typically the left side of the brain, typically the frontal lobe and the temporal lobe. And there's a variety of causes to that. Um, and that's basically what aphasia is. So causes, uh, would they be like a, you know, blunt force trauma thing, or is it something that uh, is genetic, John? Uh, you know, we're worried. Sure. About, is there anything we can do to kind sure. of prevent this? Sure. So, you know, many causes, multifactorial, the number one cause of aphasia is really stroke. Strokes caused by either bleeds mm. or blood clots. And, you know, um, these are, you know, when you have a stroke, uh, there's a cutting off of blood supply to the brain. And obviously without oxygen and nutrients, brain cells die, which lead to difficulty with language if it affects, like I said, the left side of the brain uh, in the temporal and frontal areas. Now, brain injury, um, MV, you know, car accidents can cause this, uh, this issue, brain tumors, infection. And then more and more, we're seeing just these neurodegenerative conditions these uh, forms of dementia, forms of Alzheimer's. And when it comes to aphasia, they term it primary progressive aphasia, which unfortunately there's unknown causes, you know, thought to be genetic, thought to be due to decreased perfusion to the brain, thought to be due to inappropriate deposits of protein in the brain. So a lot of research in this area, 
But since really the number one cause is stroke, anything you can do to decrease your risk of stroke, that is maintaining, you know, a healthy weight and, you know, diet and exercise and uh, not, not smoking and um, um, keeping the high blood pressure under control, blood sugar under control, uh, cholesterol under control, all of those things that decrease risks of stroke will decrease the risk of this aphasia diagnosis. Is there medication, doctor, to slow the progression or not as of yet? Not as of yet, Steve. There are, there's a lot of research in medications that are uh, looking to increase different levels of neurotransmitters in the brain that will help, um, you know, increase kind of uh, conductivity in the brain and, and communication uh, areas of the brain. There's also research in uh, brain stimulation using even external magnetic pulse waves to kind of activate areas of the brain to uh, increase the communication abilities as well. Right now, the, the treatment really is speech and language pathology treatment. And if you have aphasia after a stroke and it's sudden onset, um, then speech and language pathology treatment is very effective. Now, patients who have this progressive neurodegenerative cause of aphasia, though speech and language pathology can slow the progression, it really can't cure it. So it's a really difficult condition. Wow. And in wow. terms of Ruth Willis, we're not sure what the cause of his aphasia is at this point. All right. Well, thanks for shedding some light on that. It really does have people worried and nervous. And of course, we're all sure. very sympathetic about uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, you know, I just, by all accounts, seems to be a likable guy and just a horrible situation. But pivoting here for a moment, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on was to talk about all the things that us baby boomers, us aging baby boomers, are starting to face as part sure. of, of getting older. And uh, we'll start with uh, Tony Hunt, who wrote me on Facebook and said she wanted to ask you about balance. At what point uh, do you have to worry uh, that, you know, maybe you're not as well balanced as you used to be? You're tripping or you're, you know, stumbling a little bit. When is that? Is it? Uh, just a you know weak knees or muscles getting older, or could it be something neurological or 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 something else? Sure, sure. And you know, gait and balance are big issues for uh, the baby baby boomer population. Um, they're common in older adults and a major cause of falls in the population. So that's why it's such a big issue. And you know, thirty percent of patients old people over over the age of sixty five have difficulty climbing a flight of stairs or walking three blocks. 20% of people require the use of some type of mobility aid, and 35% and have abnormal gait. So, you know, the cause, once again, is multifactorial in most people. Um, arthritis can cause a lot of gait issues. We see it pretty commonly at the Beaumont Pain Centers in patients who suffer from um, spinal stenosis. And if you have gait problems and weakness, and it's also accompanied by back pain or pain that increases more when they extend or back go backwards uh, and gets better when they flex their back forward, then you can be assured that this is uh, due to spinal stenosis or arthritis in your back. If, it's, um, if you're having gait or uh, mobility issues and you fall and at the same time you're having issues with, you know, perhaps dizziness and spinning and a floating sensation, you might think that this might be caused by vertical or uh, inner ear balance uh, issue. 
And then certainly if you're having issues with gait and falling and balance and you're having chest pain or shortness of breath or, or, or palpitations, then it could be a cardiac cause or a blood pressure cause to uh, these symptoms. So multifactorial, and you really have to look at other symptoms that are happening while you're having the balance issues to really ascertain the diagnosis and treat it effectively. All right, doctor. Uh, certainly a lot of folks listening to our conversation right now have a family member or friend who has been affected by Alzheimer's, dementia, what have you. As we get older, you know, and people forget things all the time. You, you walk out, of, oh, I got to get my keys, blah, blah, blah. At what point should somebody be concerned that it's just not your everyday forgetfulness that, again, a lot of people go through? Sure, exactly. And it's, you know, Steve, it's when the cognitive changes really kind of add up and um, your loved ones and people around you are really noticing your memory loss or noticing difficulty communicating or finding words or, or they see other symptoms like difficulty with visual and spatial abilities, uh, difficulty with reasoning and problem solving, uh, handling complex tasks. That's when uh, it's really worthwhile to be evaluated by a neurologist um, and have the full neurological workup to see, you know, what what your symptoms really mean and what your diagnosis is. So right. that's what. We so would say. kind of when you stop laughing about it, when it's when it's you know not just a funny thing. Where are my glasses? Oh, they're on your head. You know right, that kind right, of thing. Right. Or what did I come right. in? What did I come in here for? Or where are my keys? And they're in your hand. What you do you know? mean I forgot my pants? <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, yeah, those kind of things. It's just great. But uh, we're running out of time here, Doc. Uh, appreciate your being on here. There's so many things to talk about, and probably the thing I pick up from just the short conversation we had today, uh, which was very informative, is. If you have any questions, there's nothing better than talking to your doc, right? Your internist, your uh, general practitioner, anybody that you go to see on a regular basis. Just have these conversations and don't be afraid to bring these things up. It's it's almost weird. As smart as we are, we're afraid we're going to jinx ourselves by bringing up potential health problems. Correct. And, you know, you come and see your doctor and... You know, uh, when I see patients as either an anesthesiologist or a pain medicine physician, they they uh, bring up different uh, issues to me all the time. And I always try to help them, assist them and guide them to the right uh, uh, specialist and encourage them to get their uh, uh, health uh, issues checked out. All right. Dr. John Pappas, Beaumont Health and North Star, anesthesia director of pain services and associate professor and kind of our uh, medical expert here on the Great Michigan Weekend. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> Thanks for being Thanks. on with us. All right, John. Thanks, Jim and Steve. We'll talk Thank to you, you. soon. It's uh, 844. We're going to take a break. And as I promised, we do have tickets for Dave Matthews. And we're going to play uh, either the high five game or we have a new game we can throw at you where it's all 80s trivia. And you oh. you get to pick a partner, either Steve Courtney or Dave the Kingpin Rieger or Danielle Mason, who was born in the 90s. so But she loves the 80s. So give us a call right now, and we'll play the game, okay? 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. When we come back on the Great Michigan Weekend.